time? I didn't. I think it's around seven o'clock. I think it's around seven o'clock as well. But and it's can, at Rackham. It's at right? Rackham. Rackham. And you can yeah, call seven six four zero four two three for more information. Exactly, and it's, uh, we do do hope people come out. Uh, right, left, Republican, Democrat, Green, Libertarian. Our our bottom line is that this media system is destroying our democracy, and we've got to get everybody together. We can have our arguments about ideology and politics mm-hmm. later. Right now, we got to get together and say no. We want a system that informs us that enlightens us, that illuminates us, and that does everything that the founders intended and which has been just stolen from us by huge corporations. John, don't you think, though, that, the, that most American people are just numb and lulled into complacency by consumerism? Yeah, I, we, we think of ourselves as the, uh, as the pill in Matrix. Oh. You know, we like to go and meet people and talk to them, and we've done it in church basements and union halls and big concert halls with thousands of people. And what Bob and I do is basically say to them, look, everything that you hate about media, everything that you know to be dysfunctional just from your instincts, is you're right. You're reading it right. Here's what you can do about it. You don't have to feel powerless. You don't have to accept the commercial carpet bombing of your children, you know, seeing 20,000 commercials by the age of five. You don't have to accept the notion that the Michael Jackson trial is more important news than whether you have a job or whether you have <laughs> you, know, you don't have to accept these things. These are not, this is not God-ordained. You know, Rupert Murdoch didn't crawl out of the swamp. You know, the fact of the matter is that what we've got is a dysfunctional system that was made dysfunctional by the same thing that has made so much of the rest of our life dysfunctional. Corporations that put their own bottom line ahead of human interests and public interest. And we say that it is possible to change this. And we're delighted by the fact that we have now dozens of members of Congress, uh, including some conservative Republicans, who signed on for legislation that we're proposing. Obviously, our fight tends to be on the left because we live in a right-wing moment. Uh, but uh, we've got a lot of people who, who recognize that this thing is wrong. Our heroes in this movement are people like Bernie Sanders from Vermont, Sherrod Brown from Ohio, uh, John Conyers from Michigan. From Michigan, that's right. Who have okay. all recognized that this system's dysfunctional. Yes, okay. it is. And yeah. they've, been, they've been fantastic on it. We get allies in the Senate. Uh, we, we're we don't, uh, we're yeah. not here to tell people that, that they've got to, you know, we've just... Gotta we're so we got to cut to the time, next John. show Thank here. You. We're getting we're the hook. I'm so, we're both staring at each other because we don't want to do this. you got to live by the rules. I'm going right. to see you next week. Can't wait to see you. Can't wait to see you. Thank you so much, John Nichols. He'll be here next Wednesday at Rackham Amphitheater, 7 p.m. to promote his book. Thank you to Chuck Warpahosky from Interfaith Council at Peace and Justice. You can call him at... 734-663-1870. Power to the people. See ha- you next week. Happy in bulk, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for having me.
There's something wrong with the theme song today. I can't put my finger on it, but uh, this is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. Hi, this is Mike, and we come to you every week with stories and facts and sometimes not exactly facts about food and culture and culture in food. But i got to level with you people right now. Um, we had a problem in Ann Arbor just before the holidays, actually very close to the holidays. We had a zombie attack in downtown Ann Arbor. And now we have word that there actually is another one coming, this one endangering the Super Bowl. And we don't want that, do we? We don't want to endanger the Super Bowl, do we? Do we? I, uh, anyway, uh, what we're here to do is we're going to talk in just a moment to a zombie expert, Mr. Theodore Von Tussel, who joined us about six weeks ago also to talk about the zombie claws attack around the holidays. But he's going to help us in just a second. Now, with a lot of disturbing news out there, such as Alito making to the Supreme Court, it's it's tough to have to, have to deal with zombies right now. But uh, nonetheless, this will perhaps help us for just a few minutes to stop thinking about those Supremes in Washington and think about these Supremes and snack food and what I'm talking about is the Supremes and uh, buttered popcorn. Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. And I hope that you've enjoyed that happy song because we've got some sad news for you. And I'm here on the phone now with uh, uh, Mr. Theodore Van Tussel. Is that you? Yes, it is, but I can barely hear you. Oh, dear. Well, let's see if I can make sure that you can hear me. Now, 
Can you hear me a little better now? Yes, I can. Very, and very. It's very nice. You're probably calling us from rather far away, I understand, yes? I'm in Port-au-Prince, Haiti. I've been here for the last two weeks. Wow. Uh, are you there specifically to avoid the zombies? Is that uh, why you're there? No. Uh, I do a little... Um, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, okay. I understand. Uh, this, is, this is a difficult subject to talk about, so I do appreciate your taking time to help us out on this. Uh, I've been reading it on the Internet, which pretty much guarantees that it is so. The Super Bowl is in jeopardy. Dateline Detroit, zombies to attack Super Bowl, zombies to attack Super Bowl. Can you tell us anything about that? Uh, you know, I, I'm a little bit far away right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a few people that work in the area, and they've been calling in reports to me. Hold on a second. I need to close the window. There's some sort of oh dear festivities taking place outside my... Okay, that does sound kind of uh, ominous. Oh my goodness! Whoa! Uh, Everything okay over there? Are you all right? Yeah, I just need to close the window. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Good. Yes. Again, this is Pandora's lunchbox. Okay. Okay, Good. Um, So uh, my understanding is that uh, groups of zombies are joining to go to the Super Bowl and possibly to attack it. Uh, That's what we've been told. I haven't been able to confirm that, actually. I, I've looked into it, you know, all my regular sources, the people that I have, you know, in the uh, zombie cells around the world. Um, what it seems to me is it's just a bunch of people dressed like zombies. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not going to be like, I don't think, at least my sense is, it's not going to be like what happened in Ann Arbor uh, a few weeks ago. Oh. Um, where there was blood running in the streets. It's not going to be a violent attack. My sense is that it's... Uh, I have a theory. I'm writing a paper, actually, now. Okay. That I plan to uh, to submit to a number of journals. But uh, the theory is that the, the people are actually uh, normal humans that have been infected by a parasite that eats away at a certain part of their brain which makes them want to appear as though they're zombies. Wow. This is getting actually very complex. Now, so the... Zombies that attacked Ann Arbor, I did actually see several of them. Uh, they attacked Ann Arbor, and uh, actually, well, I mean, when you call it attack, I mean, it's more kind of dragging themselves through town, more than an, an, a, an attack in the sense of jumping on people and stuff like that. But Oh, it was horrid. Uh, I don't know which parts you saw. Um, the parts that I saw were some of the most god-awful, uh, goriest things I could ever imagine. There were arms and legs. There were limbs being thrown around the streets. Of downtown Ann Arbor? Yes. I I went um, a few days after that. I was walking through town. There was no trace of it. It wasn't covered in the news. Um, I got home, and I looked at the bottoms of my feet. I I tend to walk barefoot. And embedded in the bottoms were a number of bone shards and teeth fragments. Oh, dear. I think that there are still traces of of what happened that night but uh, um i'm not sure what happened I, i'm not sure why i didn't get wider press than i did so there are actually like limbs and stuff strewn all over Dutton and arbor there in were front? that night i don't know what happened to them but yeah there were in front of the mongolian barbecue and places like that i understand right if you're suggesting that they're using human meat at the mongolian oh no barbecue, no no I'm, I'm just thinking that the, that's, uh, uh libelous no sir no not at all now, I'm just I'm just concerned that the zombies might uh, be excited by all that meat and get, go crazy, perhaps. That could have happened. Uh, I don't see why that couldn't have happened. I was there. 
Um, I don't remember seeing any go into the Mongolian barbecue. Okay. Um, I suppose it's possible, though. Okay. Well, now we've had also some other uh, aspects. So, so let, me, let me make sure I understand this. So the Super Bowl zombies, as you understand, are actually people who are infected mentally so that they dress like zombies. Do you think they're any danger to people? I don't. Okay. Here's, do you have one minute? I do. Can I, I tell do. you my theory? Yes. Um, there's an insect or a parasite called the Refolio. It uh, resides along the um, eastern coast of the United States, northern America. It resides within a tiny, the nut meat of a, of a particular nut. Uh, it's eaten by a finch. That finch carries the parasite within it for up to two weeks before its brain is decayed to the point where it kills itself by flying out over the ocean until it can no longer fly, and then it drops into the ocean and dies. Wow. The parasite does this, apparently, because it is then consumed inside the finch by a larger fish, usually a grouper or some sort of uh, sea eel. And once inside that animal, it comes back up to the mouth, it eats away at the tongue, and the parasite becomes the tongue. And they have this relationship where they go through the rest of their lives together. Wow. So it's very complex. So my theory is that these people are infected by a parasite that is making them dress like zombies in order to have them do something which will then lead to a better situation for the parasite. Wow. Do you see what I mean? I do. So I, I don't know. I'm not, I mean, you know, I've been you know, smoking a lot of weed since I've been over here. So I understand. I, I, it's but a stressful situation. I totally understand. Yeah, Haiti is Haiti is insane. Mm. I mean, if your travel agent ever tells you that they got a deal to go to Haiti, I mean, don't do it. Mm. Oh, I definitely won't. And I'd be wary of going to the Super Bowl. In fact, uh, this weekend, I wouldn't go there. I don't know what. I don't know what these. I mean, you know, they could be real zombies. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Um, who knows? I, whatever it is, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go within. A hundred miles of the place. Oh dear, we are awfully close to. I have to keep that in mind. Now, I should ask you something here. There's also been other reports that robots built in Pennsylvania will help with Super Bowl security. This is actually from the Associated Press. It says here six robots built by a Pennsylvania company will be deployed to Detroit to help with security at the Super Bowl, and the robots will be will be using high resolution cameras to scan the undercarriages of vehicles for explosives and contraband. Do you think the government is aware of the zombie infestation, and do you think that they're actually going to be looking on the undercarriages of vehicles for zombies who are trying to get in? I think that's a ridiculous question. Okay. And um, I'm glad you're honest with me. I, I appreciate that. Quite frankly, um, it makes me very sad that you brought that up. I'm sorry. I uh, I don't know what to say. I, I apologize if, uh, if I've offended you in some way, uh, Mr. Von Tussle. But uh, just trying to understand this, this is stressful for me, too, and I, and I want to apologize for offending you in any way. Uh, can, I, can I try another question, perhaps? Sure. Okay. Now, another piece of information I've been looking on the web and pretty much the, the fountain of truth, uh, there is a company called Monster Worldwide that, yep. is, that is the uh, global online careers and recruitment resource. For monsters, correct. Yes, they've released their Monster Employment Index, and you can actually mm -hmm. look on the web, monsterworldwide.com, and see that. Um, there's an online demand for white-collar workers that is surgi surged in January. Uh, Indiana has awarded a $2.8 million contract to Monster Government Solutions to build a statewide online job search and recruitment system. So basically, monsters are out there, and 
Do you have anything to say about that? Um, you know, I'm not going to. Michigan needs jobs. Yes. So I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say that it's not a good a good plan. Um, you know, people need to work. So if, if the best work that you can get is being a monster, I I think you should do it. Okay. You know, I, I mean, whatever puts food on the table. Definitely. But um, the thing, I don't know if you saw the president's State of the Union address uh, the other day, but he did make specific mention of um, human zombie hybrids. Really? And um, doing something uh, with the legislation to, to make that uh, somehow illegal. I, I don't know how you would enforce that. Um, you know, if people are making love to zombies, I guess, uh, I don't know. It seems like it would be illegal anyway. That makes me sad. Or, like, it wouldn't happen. I would assume it wouldn't happen. You know? Yeah. Unless the zombie was, like, extremely full. That's true. If they had eaten, like, their their fill, and then there was a person that they found attractive, I suppose that they might spend some time together romantically. But I've never seen that happen. I've never seen a, a romantic coupling between a human and a zombie. I haven't either. But the, um, uh, what was I going to say? So it just seemed to me like it was, it was kind of pandering to the the anti-zombie contingent, yeah. the audience. I mean, it seemed like a a really stupid thing to bring up to me. It 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 did seem that way to me too. And I will just in in defense of monsters, as you mentioned, Michigan needs jobs, and also in the monster index, the monster. Um, employment index it mentions that one of the largest gains was in the west south central region with, due to continued hurricane reconstruction efforts so it does seem that there could be a positive influence here that they could be helping people so certainly i think um i think monsters are probably our only chance really as as a, as a society I think we need to embrace that part of us, and um, I don't know. I saw I saw um, Brokeback Mountain not too long ago. Oh yeah. So. Right. Well, um, there you go. Now, um, I just wanted to tell our listeners that you can find out more about all of this at zombieclaws.com. That's zombie c l a u s dot com about the forthcoming zombie attack on the Super Bowl. I feel like, you know, you and I have talked a lot over the last few weeks about yes. this stuff, but I don't know very much about you at all. Hmm. Well, it's kind of a long story, um, and, and it's something that uh, it's kind of hard to talk about, especially it's nothing to do with zombies. I do want to mention that there's no zombie connection to me that's not behind my interest in this. There's there's really nothing there at all. Was there something in your childhood or... No, no zombies there. No, not not especially not when I was like seven. No, no zombies. No. Were you teased as a kid or by zombie? No, I uh, never was teased as a kid. Um, no, I, I I'm pretty uh, stable, relaxed, normal, non-zombie basically. So uh, okay. If you ever want to call me, I can give you my number after I hang up, and you can call me sometime, and we can chat about things. Okay. And become friends, I guess you know. I don't have many friends, so it would be it would be nice, you know. Well, that sounds like a, we may we have to look in that. I'll, I'll definitely uh, make a note of that. Well, Theodore von Tussel, I want to say thank you so much for being on Pandora's Lunchbox and helping us understand so much that we didn't understand before. I appreciate it. Um, it's really nice to hear uh, a human voice. Um, it's you know it's 
it's neat. It's nice to be reminded of the fact that there are really people out there in the world. Yes, indeed. And you, in fact, are people out there listening. And I want to thank you for listening. Keep listening. Uh, Mr. Tussle, thank you so much for thank being you. on the program. And hopefully we will talk again soon. I'm sure we will. Thank okay. you. Thank Bye. you, sir. Bye-bye. Well, um, one of the things we've been talking about is zombies uh, infesting the Super Bowl. And when I think of Super Bowl, I think of snacks and I think of enormous amounts of butter. And it just so happens we have a song about butter that uh, is queued up, I believe, Alex, that has ready. And that it starts with a funny kind of dial tone, and then it, it segues into a reggae tune. That's kind of a reggae beat, I think. You know. So this is uh, Toots and the Maytals, and this is B is for Butter.
That's Toots and the Maytals and B is for Butter. Just a little bit of cheerful music after that, rather disturbing bit about zombies, and I want to apologize to those with uh, mild constitutions who didn't handle that well. I probably should have warned you ahead of time. So sorry. But uh, zombies are attacking the Super Bowl, so we hear, or perhaps people who want to be zombies. It's kind of hard to understand really all of that. But I will tell you something about Super Bowl. This is from Bella Online. We will eat more food than any single day of the year except Thanksgiving on Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday is the biggest day of the year for snack food consumption. Consumers spend over $50 million each year to stock up on snacks for the weekend. And they start when? A year ago? On this unofficial National Day of Snacking, they'll typically eat over 8.5 million pounds of tortilla chips, 4,000 tons of popcorn, and 14,500 tons of potato chips. Domino's Pizza delivers usually double on double. It's the zombie thing. Domino's Pizza deliveries usually double on Super Bowl Sunday, but they no longer include pamphlets exhorting you to renounce your puny beliefs and join the Church of Tom Monahan. Oop! Oh, sorry. I guess I wrote that at the end there. Sorry. But that's um, mostly information from Bella online, except for that last bit there. A few other pieces of news here on Pandora's Lunchbox. should mention at 7 before 7 and coming up at 7 o'clock, you'll have a chance to face the music with our wolf. A stained sheet of paper, says here in the Associated Press, with a draft of a song is expected to bring at least $2 million from bidders who want to own lyrics written by John Lennon. The former Beatles' draft of A Day in the Life is considered one of the most valuable musical manuscripts of the 20th century to go on sale. The sheet of paper has lyrics over both sides, and most importantly, it's thought to be stained by either coffee or egg. So, this is on private view at Bonham's Auction House in London until Friday, so hurry on over there. And that's, uh, I, uh, Arwolf, uh, what's that, Arwolf? I'm sorry? Did you say egg? Egg. Egg. Egg or coffee. <laughs> that makes me very happy. Thank you. You want coffee or egg with that, sir? Uh, egg. I don't drink coffee. Okay, thank you. But, uh, so that's, uh, John Lennon. Now, now, in, in spite of everything we've been talking about, there are some fun things happening this weekend. Uh, as a matter of fact, in downtown Ann Arbor, last week we had some wonderful guests talking about the Chinese New Year, and it, it's the year of the dog 4703. It, fish, it officially began last Sunday, but the celebrations traditionally continue until the 15th day of the Lunar New Year. So the Main Street Area Association is sponsoring its 14th annual Chinese New Year celebration featuring the Lions Dance this weekend. In Ann Arbor, instead of going through the streets, the lions will go. The lion will go down the sidewalk. The lion will start dancing this Saturday at 1 p.m. in front of the Champion House Restaurant on Liberty and Fourth, and you can follow the lion through the sidewalks of Main, Liberty, Washington, and Fourth as he blesses stores and restaurants. That's this weekend, starting 1 p.m. Saturday. There will also be activities for young people: Chinese calligraphy, uh, the ancient art of Chinese paper cutting. And this will all be happening on Main Street between 1 and 3 p.m. this Saturday. And in addition to that, the University of Michigan ice carving team hopefully will have some weather that will favor ice. They'll hold an exhibition in downtown Ann Arbor this weekend on Friday, 6 to 10 p.m., and Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. in downtown Ann Arbor. The ice carving team will have an exhibition. And another thing, this is another one of our favorite groups, Food Gatherers, has something going on this weekend. Food Gatherers is Washington County's food recovery agency, Rescuing Food. Various stores in the Main Street area downtown have special soup bowls created by the Ann Arbor Public School students now through February 11th. You can enter your silent auction bid for a chance to buy one of the bowls and at the same time help food gatherers. Several downtown restaurants will also offer specials on soup dishes during Super Bowl weekend, another chance to contribute to food gatherers. And you can find out more about that at foodgatherers.org. 
And that's what's going on this weekend. A lot of stuff going this weekend. I'd like to thank you for tuning into Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for at least a half an hour, and parts of me may have been infested by zombies, but I, I can neither confirm nor deny that. And I'm glad that I have someone like you to talk to about these important issues in my life. It's WCBN FM Ann Arbor, and coming up in just a moment, Arbor will help us to face the music. Here's Fela Kuti with some very appropriate music for this weekend. Zombie, oh zombie. Joro, 